Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Hello everyone, good morning Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Good morning Welcome to our channel, Sarwa Kirana Please enjoy listening to our podcast With me, Yunia Rizky Pratiwi And my partner here Kita Amila Tuzero as speaker Here we will talk about many things such as politics, mindset, life, and others. Therefore, we hope that what we want to convey here will be useful for all of us. Please always check our channel for new episodes that will update every week. Weather is so cold today, right Sita? Yes, because it's raining everywhere this morning, Junior. Right. Um, how, how are you today, Sita? Um, I'm good. How about you, Junior? I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, such an honor to meet you, Junior. Yes, so am I. full of blessings. I hope that in this blessings month, our Iman and immunity will be maintained. Here I'm with my partner, Sita. How was your last June going? It's great, Alhamdulillah. It went very well, but I can't believe we are already in the middle of 2020 right now. I agree. Time flies so fast, right? Yes, indeed. If we're talking about this year, you know there's so much thing happened in this 2022, right? Just look at the Ukraine and Russia conflict that still become an issue in international world today. Oh yeah, there's another recent issue that is still being discussed on social media now. Sita, do you know that? Oh yeah? What kind of issue is that, Junior? So it's about what happened in Sri Lanka. So everyone who are listening to this podcast may have often read or seen the news that Sri Lanka is going bankrupt. How did this actually happen? How can a country experience such a thing as bankruptcy? Interesting, right? That's right. I think this is a very interesting issue considering that currently in the midst of unsustainable world conditions, Sri Lanka could reach the stage of going bankrupt due to the economic crisis in the country. Yes, I agree. So, is it 
possible because of the pandemic. Hmm, that's right. But that's just one of the reasons why Sri Lanka is going bankrupt. On the other hand, Sri Lanka's bankruptcy was due to its inability to pay its foreign debts. Ceylon Petroleum Corporation said to have a debt of $700 million or equivalent to $10.4 trillion. Um, so does that mean international debt is that dangerous? We look at what happened to Sri Lanka about this matter. Indeed, it is. The effect of international debt is not very visible in short term because you will only focus on the loan. It's just that it has a long-term impact in the future that you can't handle anymore, like what happened in Sri Lanka now. Uh, that's very shocking. Um, I see. Then what causes Sri Lanka to have so much debt and can't pay it? I also wondering about what is the shape of Sri Lanka's policy. Because now we are starting to talk about the internals of Sri Lanka itself. So actually, this to do with mismanagement in the country itself. President Gotabaya Rajapaksa mismanaged his policies. In fact, Sri Lanka in dealing with this economic crisis has carried out several series of Sri Lanka's strategies by gradually devaluing its currency, which turned out to be the bad for the community. Then also Sri Lanka decided on a tax cut policy, which actually made the country collapse. Sri Lanka and India have signed $1 billion credit line for imports of basic necessities including food and medicine. And Sri Lanka also have plans to discuss the loan program with the IMF, International Monetary Fund. And this policy strategy will be included in our discussion this, this time. Um, so it can be said that the president has made the situation in Sri Lanka even worse. Mm, yes, even though the president has taken steps to fix it, this condition cannot be easily handled because this is a shared responsibility not only because of one individual but also the system uh, around the leader union. That means the policyholder has a crucial role in leading his country, right Sita? That's right. We can learn from this that there are many factors a policymaker makes this decision and what a devastating impact it has. Then, um, if we look at the type of leadership character of the Rajapaksa president, he can fit into active negative type, where he exerts his strength, but with satisfaction feels dissatisfied with his leadership. What about Junior? Um, in your opinion, are there other factors that cause Sri Lanka's bankruptcy? Yes, as uh, Sita said, 
The, the issue in Sri Lanka is very complex. Apart from the mismanagement of the president itself, I see that the government system of the Sri Lankan country is quite complicated. Judging from the form of the country is a unitary state, while the system of government, including Sri Lanka, semi-presidential system, and a constitutional republic. Because the government system is a bit complicated, it also has an impact when the president takes a policy. Well, actually, we can see that the model advisory system in Sri Lanka includes a formalistic approach in which Sri Lanka currently has the domination of the Rajapaksa dynasty so that the leader's decisions are often undeniable by the system under him. So I think this is what causes the country to collapse from within. Hmm, interesting. Right. In fact, um, in this case, decision-making in times of crisis is very important. If we can analyze from the decision-making model, the model used by Sri Lanka is um, the Politburo model. This model focuses on individuals. Here is Mr. Gotabaya Rajapaksa, where the state, which is Sri Lanka, can be considered as an organization depending on the individual, the president itself. I agree with you, Sita. We can see this in every decision that always focuses on the president. So, is there any other way for you, Sita, to look at Sri Lanka's unique system of government? Um, yes, I want to add to uh, about the interaction process. This interaction process can be categorized as a concurrence. That is, when Sri Lanka's condition was in a period of crisis, President Gotabaya Rajapaksa made a quick decision. So, the approval of the system under his leadership tends to emerge without much debate. President Gotabaya thinks that he must decide a policy quickly so that Sri Lanka doesn't fall into a crisis junior. Mm, right. Here when there is a crisis, there is such a thing called domestic pressure. According to my observation, Sita, domestic pressures in Sri Lanka can be classified into several forms of pressures. Judging from how the condition of the Sri Lankan community has a significant role and action to overcome the crisis problems that exist in Sri Lanka. So I think because of this pressure, the president of Sri Lanka decided on a series of orange policies to resolve the crisis. So yeah, in the end, the main problem source of this crisis cannot be spread from international conditions, which is pandemic, right, Sita? Yes, um, the pandemic that has occurred has paralyzed the highest income in Sri Lanka, that is the tourism sector. Sri Lanka now needs cash. Sri Lanka's state finance have fallen sharply since the pandemic after being forced 
to stop a number of airlines following the collapse of the tourism industry due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic Kunyar. I see Zita. Uh, moreover, the Russia-Ukraine conflict which exacerbated the crisis that occurred because the world's oil collapse caused a shortage in Sri Lanka. Then how did Sri Lanka finally solve the crisis in their country when they themselves were unable and become, became bankrupt? Sri Lanka in this case calculated Let's French of the country when Sri Lanka decides to ask for foreign assistance from China, India, and also plans to make loans to the IMF. It shows that Sri Lanka is not capable enough to solve its problem on its own. Although previously, uh, Sri Lanka had taken several strategic steps to end the economic crisis. So, if Sri Lanka doesn't want to go bankrupt and it has to ask for help from the international community, right, Sita? Hmm, yes, that's right. Actually, this is just an effort to support the restoration of state stability. But in the current state of affairs, Sri Lanka is pinched between China and India and Sri Lanka is trying to balance it out. We can categorize that Sri Lanka is a consensus-oriented country where it will agree with the policies of countries with bigger powers such as India and China. How about Union? Implementation of Sri Lanka's dependence on China. So yeah, Sita, I think in this matter, China has always regarded Sri Lanka as an important link in its global infrastructure development strategy, which is the Belt and Road Initiative that we know. That's why China has continued to disburse billions of dollars in loans for infrastructure projects in Sri Lanka in the past decade. Wow, interesting. It turns out that this discussion is very complex and interesting, Ayunier. It also turns out that our discussion today is quite long. Yeah, it's it's very interesting, right? So yeah, thank you all for listening to our discussion on this issue of Sri Lanka's bankruptcy and analysis of its foreign policy. So I'm Yunyar. I'm Sita. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you next time. time.